taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of PPC Rockstars. I'm David Zatella, your host, and I have with me a special guest from Dallas. Uh, first, though, I want to remind everyone that the resources we talk about, the links and the files and so on, uh, will always be available on the Clicks Marketing blog, which is at clicksmarketing.com slash blog. That's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And uh, look for the PPC Rockstars link on the right-hand side of the page. I also wanted to let you know that next week we'll be taping live from, not taping, we'll be broadcasting live from SES San Jose with a special guest that you won't want to miss. But for now, here's a special guest you won't want to miss. This is uh, Tony Wright, who's the CEO and founder of Wright IMC, which is an interactive marketing consultancy based in Dallas, uh, Tony's been in this business for a long time, more than 10 years, which is longer than uh, most search engines have been around. Uh, Tony, um, welcome to the show. And uh, before we get into the meaty PPC subject matter, I, I found out this morning that uh, you were responsible for online reputation management strategy for American Airlines during and immediately following the events of September 11th. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. That must have been wild. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, sure. It, I was actually working for Weber Shandwick, which at the time was the largest public relations firm in the world, and my biggest client was American Airlines. Um, you know, we did the day-to-day stuff. I And at the time, uh, the, the webmaster for their corporate site had actually um, taken another job, and so I uh, was filling in for him um, during that time. And I think actually they had just hired the guy that's still there now as their webmaster like a week before 9-11. So uh, obviously he was a little bit new and green. So uh, when that happened, um, I essentially uh, I rushed over to the headquarters and, and uh, started updating the site. Um, that is until the FBI came in and told us we couldn't do it anymore. And um, then my job was a lot of monitoring and a lot of uh, we would it was actually one of the most interesting things that I've ever seen because uh, CNN would get some information and it would be wrong. And we had a direct line into CNN. We could just call them and say, hey, guys, uh, you didn't hear it from us, but that's not true. And then uh, the next minute on CNN, we hear them saying, "Okay, we've got some new information. Um, My job mainly was to uh, put any rumors to rest it of anything that American had done online. And um, so I was uh, monitoring places like flyertalk.com, um, all of the, the news boards, everything else, and just uh, really trying to uh, – it was re- trying to rein in a beast. I had I had about four people um, helping me do it, but uh, it it was a, a time that, honestly, um, I, I would – I, I'm glad that I got to do it, but I never want to do anything like that again. 52 yeah, hours yeah. straight. 52 yeah. hours straight on the computer. Wow. Well, tragic circumstances, but that must have been fascinating. Yeah, it, it was fascinating. It was, you know, obviously one of the worst times in the in the country's history. But uh, for uh, for me, it was a 
I, I was, you know, just the, the theory and all of the things behind it were, uh, it, it, I learned a lot in that, in that uh, short amount of time. Right, right. A lot of condensed learning. <laughs> Very true. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that next time we are sharing drinks at uh, one of the conferences. <laughs> uh, but um, let's get into uh, one of the topics that we, we agreed to discuss. Uh, I'd like to start with ego bidding. I think that's a fascinating topic, and, and uh, it's a common practice that not many advertisers uh, understand can be damaging to them. So why don't you jump into that one, and let's talk about Oh, gosh. It's, it's a true pet peeve of mine, and one that I've actually... Um, because of our client base uh, at Right IMC, we work with a lot of top-tier personal injury lawyers. Uh-huh. Um, I like working with lawyers for a lot of reasons. Uh, first of all, my, I've got so many. I've got a ton of lawyers in my family, so I understand how they think. Um, I, they they usually pay their bills on time, which is always important when you have clients. Oh yes, and um, they understand our. Uh, we're, we're kind of an unusual firm in that we bill by the hour as opposed to uh, billing on a retainer rate. And, okay. and the attorneys really get that because that's sure. how they do it as well. Um, but one of the problems that attorneys have is that most of them think they're God. Uh-huh. And in our culture, we're taught from a very, very early age that being number one equates to being the best. Right, and we're it'd be number one at all costs. A lot of these guys, these lawyers, you know, were have striven. Uh, they strive to be number one in their industry. They, you know, they're very aggressive. Um, they want to make sure that that they are seen, and they feel like if they're not number one in the search engine for whatever specific term that they're going after, um, that they're not doing a good job, or that I'm not doing a good job right. for them. Um, when you and I both know, and, and hopefully the listeners of, of the show know, that number one, a lot of times, is overrated in, P- right. in, in as far as PPC goes. At in least. fact, we have we we make use of a lot of position placements to, to keep out of the number one spot in in certain instances, um, and especially on the lawyer side, you know, uh, tort law terms like mesothelioma, asbestosis. Those types of terms can be extremely costly in the number one spot. Yeah, right. Those are going for fifty to hundred dollars a click, aren't they? Some sometimes they're they're down what they were. They they're down for what they were about three years ago. About three years ago, I had a client that was an ego ego bidding maniac. And I'm not going to say who it was, but they were they were just you know number one. I don't care if I type in uh, into Google and don't see myself at number one. Um, they were going to give me a call. And yeah. we all know that, that, <laughs> that sometimes that's almost impossible uh, yeah. to keep someone at number one all the time. But uh, we had a um, – this was actually in Yahoo. Uh, the bids were at $100 a click. And this was before Yahoo – this was before Panama. So it was a straight auction system. And the uh, – the problem was is my client was late to the game on the PPC front. So when we got in there, there were five other law firms or four other law firms and my client bidding $100 a click for mesothelioma. And this was not, in the, you know, this is back in the days when what you bid on a click is what you paid for a click, right. especially when it was up there. Um, 
So, it, you know, I'm not going to get into the specifics how it really how it exactly was, but the, you get the picture. What you bid was what you paid. It's not like today where you may bid $80 and only pay, you know, $10 a click, um, which I know to most people sounds really high, but that's kind of the world I deal in in a lot of ways. Right. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> that particular client um, – would end up being number five in Yahoo because they were the fifth person to bid $100 a click. There was a cap. We lobbied Yahoo and got them to raise the cap to $10,000 a click. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, proceeded to that month, and this was when we were doing what the client told us. It was not with my own agency at the time, but we were doing what the client told us. Proceeded to spend over a million dollars in a quarter wow. between Yahoo and Google. It was insane. Um, I finally taught, sat, sat down this lawyer because they weren't getting many cases. They were spending a lot of money. I talked to him. I said, you know what? Why don't you let me do it my way for one month? Let me do it my way for one month That's and see what happens. The next month, that, that month that I, we did it, we spent – $150,000 in the quarter, which still is a lot, yeah. but the return on investment was over 100% more than the month before when they'd spent over a million. Uh, ego bidding is its destructive. If you're not doing pay-per-click with a strategic point of view and understanding what your return is, Understanding what your what you know there there are so many moving parts in in, in pay per click campaigns and understanding what each one of those parts does and how you can tweak it is essential in uh, you know squeezing the most out of your money and just pounding and pounding away at being number one um, is something that for some reason uh, certain segments of the population just can't get out of their head no matter how logically you explain it to them. Um, and actually, I got to tell you this morning, um, before we got on this call, um, I actually let a client, I let a client go, uh, because he couldn't get over his, the ego bidding. And he called me this morning and said, um, why am I not number one in Google? And I said, because you're not going to be number one because it doesn't make any sense for us. He got upset with me and I, I let him go. Um, I, you know, I, I will do that from time to time, unfortunately, but, uh, it's, it's a huge issue. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to is because of what was going on with that client. It's, right. it's a huge issue for us. Um, in that perhaps I'm not explaining it well enough to these clients why it works, but the results speak for themselves. When we don't, sure. do, when sure. you don't do ego bidding, you, you get a lot better off. You're a lot better off. Sure. Well, let me jump in here because there are a couple of different issues here that, that uh, advertisers and listeners should be aware of. Uh, one is that um, it is often not true that position one is the best possible position for any given campaign. Um, frequently, uh, positions below one uh, provide a better return on investment uh, and, surprisingly, often more clicks. Uh, so that's that's one of them, and, and we had a guest on last week, uh, Richard Stokes, who's just written a book, um, and uh, the book has a chapter that, that describes uh, intelligent position placement. So that's 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 fact number one. 
and that is that the top position is frequently not the best one for for an actual period, uh, especially as you said when you're when when the manager is focused on results. Um, but let's talk about also uh, bidding on one's own brand name or domain name. Um, sure. Frequently, it's a good idea to to try to stay in the top position uh, because you basically want to make sure that your ad is seen when people are looking for you. Um, and that's especially true when there are competitors bidding on an advertiser's brand name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there are instances where position number one is the best position, uh, certainly when uh, advertisers are bidding on their own brands, with a caveat, and that is that advertisers should know that they can prohibit uh, other uh, competitors from bidding on their brand name by filing a trademark uh, registration with Google and Yahoo um, so that they don't have to worry about bidding over the other guys for their own brand names. Right. And, and that's that's an issue I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot more people filing the trademark uh, the trademark. Uh, clauses lately um especially um when we start you know we're talking talking some of the lawyer stuff that i do with uh, some of the brand names of drugs and things that are in ports and uh but the thing that you you do realize is that you can file for exceptions too as a as an advertiser to get around to where you can bid on those things and to bid on terms even though so you still need to monitor your name even though you filed a trademark uh, violation uh, agreement. You still need to monitor your name to make sure that no one is um, bidding on it and maybe saying things that you don't want them to say from a reputation management standpoint. Right, right. There's another aspect that uh, I thought was going to uh, be included when we just uh, briefly talked about this topic, but that's the the. Uh, I guess it's not really ego uh, searching um, or ego bidding. But um, a lot of advertisers don't realize that they shouldn't search on the terms that they're bidding on using the native uh, search engine uh, because there's a risk there that uh, forcing an impression of their ad too frequently will lower their click-through rate. you familiar with that phenomenon? Um, you know, I have, to be honest, I, I, I think in theory that's definitely true. Um, and I think definitely on lower volume keywords, and maybe if you have someone who is actually you know a a compulsive checking every ten minutes type of right. person, right. Um, I just I don't think as far as uh, most people go, you know checking on your checking on your positioning and just seeing what your ads look like once every you know two or three days is really going to affect your click-through rate that much unless that term is a tail term or something that, that maybe only gets five or ten impressions a week right then obviously you know the the lower vo- the lower volume the term is the more people that go and don't click on it your the lower your click-through rate is right right um so uh, fr- from my perspective i I don't tell my clients not to go search for themselves um, unless I can only think of maybe one or two instances when I have, and that's usually when it's a very specific keyword that may get a very low volume of searches. Right, right. But there are, you know, there obviously are alternatives to going and searching through uh, other places. Sure. And in in fact, uh, well, first of all, we've had clients who 
uh, check their keywords on the search engines to, to make sure their ads are appearing up to 60, 100 times a day. Yeah, I, would call that I would call that compulsive. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But what we, uh, what we tell our clients is the same thing Google does, which is uh, go through the ad preview tool. Uh, the link is on the Clicks Marketing blog under your, your uh, show, show name. Um, but the ad preview tool basically lets you type in any number of keywords and check to make sure that ads are appearing, and it doesn't affect, uh, doesn't impact actual click-through rates or impressions at all. So right. that's a that's a good general practice. Hey Tony, uh, we've got a we've got a break for some important uh, announcements from our sponsors. Okay. And uh, listeners, please stay with us. Uh, actually, stay with the announcements because I'm sure you'll find them interesting. And we'll be right back with Tony Wright. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BanizRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with ValueClick Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit ValueClick Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media geez another year with no refund from the irs i got a nice chunk of change this year i'm buying a new car and i'm going to fiji how in the world did you do that i got in on taxbrain.com's affiliate program and it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes taxbrain.com how does that work with taxbrain.com's affiliate program i command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because i get paid for leads as well as sales that sounds easy how do you do they give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. It's time to start jamming and spamming with the founding fathers of SEO. Rock it to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. SEO Rockstars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0, SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. 
the pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, welcome back. I'm uh, David Zatella here with Tony Wright from Wright IMC in Dallas. Uh, Tony, let's switch gears and go to uh, a topic that we ha- I don't think we've covered this on any of our shows yet, uh, and that is local search and local targeting. Uh, okay. Sounds like you've had quite a bit of experience with that. Uh, let, let us know some of your uh, tips and best practices. Sure. I, you know, I actually just got back from a really great show, the SMX Local Show um, in San Francisco. Uh, and while that show really concentrated a lot on, on local search optimization, natural search, there was quite a bit of information on paid search as well. And I think the biggest things right now that we're seeing um, in, in local search is, uh, you know, targeting. And what is the best way to target um, as far as ge- uh, geographic areas go? Now, the demographic targeting is out there now. Um, it's a little bit new. And to be honest, I-, I haven't done a whole lot of demographic targeting, but I've done a ton of geographic targeting. And for my money, the best tip I can give you is when you have the option uh, and you're targeting a specific city, target the metro area as opposed to the actual city. Uh, we've seen problems with targeting the actual city in that um, I'm not sure that as far as how the, you know which where the IPs are measured, how they're they're measured in the city and in, in, not in the city. Uh, people that are interested, say for instance, I live in Dallas, Fort Worth. Now, if you know anything about Dallas, Fort Worth, it's it's basically a giant sprawling about forty or fifty city area. Um, I may be searching for an attorney in Dallas, but I actually uh, live in Plano, which is a suburb. Um, so if if I am targeting someone in Dallas, then or, you know looking for something in Dallas like a, a lawyer or an auto body shop or whatever, and um, the the advertiser has uh, set only for the city of Dallas, they're going to miss all of the uh, people that are searching in the suburbs and other places that that aren't within the Dallas city limit. Um, you know, understanding how those IP how that IP uh, targeting works. Um, is, is essential when you're setting up your campaigns. Um, one of the other options that I really like is, and you know, Google and Yahoo, you can do this in MSN, um, setting up radiuses around your your business or around the zip code. So you can say anyone within 50 square miles of me, I want them to search for me. This works really well if you have a local business. You know, so, perhaps uh, it works really well with the lawyers that I work with. I have a couple of. Um, Car uh, auto body dealerships that we that we do some some very brisk business for. It's it's amazing the results you can get from local search, and these are results that are you know not you know uh, e-commerce results, but people picking up the phone or coming into the store, finding uh, finding these businesses. I think, and, and all the studies back me. I I see local search as growing uh, is the the biggest growth movement in search marketing coming up for the next three years, local and mobile will be. It's just because of the simple fact that the consumers are clamoring for it, and it works. Yes. And, and as you're pointing out, uh, the, you can make sure that you don't get impressions and clicks from outside the geographic area. Yes, definitely. 
I think some listeners might not might also not be aware that uh, Google allows uh, polygonal targeting. Are you familiar with that? In other words, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, um, let's see. I mean, your tip about uh, making sure to target the metro area and not the city is a, is a fantastic one. Um, in some cases, advertisers are targeting areas that uh, that aren't you know a perfect circle around a single point on the map. And for that, Google offers this really interesting polygonal targeting, which is basically you can draw lines around the area that you want to target, and Google will try to serve ads only within that polygonal, you know, irregularly shaped area, which I think is fascinating. You know, David, it's funny that you, I know that it, I, now that I I hear you say polygonal targeting, I know exactly what you're talking about. But that was not the term I I'd, ne- I'd never used. It. We call it we called it uh, geographic geographic drawing. Here in the office, even though I know that that that's probably what Google calls it themselves, but that's it is a great tool. Um, say, for instance, uh, you know, you're, you're wanting um, if you live in a multi-state area, but you only serve that state. You don't want to do just 50 miles around you because um, you could you could end up say um, if you're in Virginia or, or somewhere uh, and you don't want to get Maryland in there, you need to make sure that you you draw around that state. Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a great tool for getting just the customers that, that you, you know, the qualified customers that you need. Right. There's, a, there's another thing that I don't think many advertisers realize, and that is uh, uh, that content, advertising on the contextual network, Google's or Yahoo, well, Google has the better geographic targeting, but geographic targeting on the content network works really well. Yeah, uh, you know what, I've yeah, I had a case with that just yesterday. Um, we were look, I was looking at some placement reports for a client, and we were looking at where they were where they were showing up um, geographically. And you know, obviously, it's it's only targeted to the people that are geographic. Um, some of the places that they were showing up, you would pay a lot of money um, if you were trying to do any other type of advertising in, in, right. the, in these places. Um, map uh, quest there's a ton of map quest uh, places where people show if you have for instance a, a gas station or a uh, something a, a local um, some sort of local event place like a maybe a six flags or something like that uh, you really should be doing contextual because just for the the simple fact of the map quest places that you, yeah the map quest listings that you can show up underneath sure sure. Um, that's a topic. I, I wrote a, a column for Search Engine Watch for 30 weeks, and that's a topic I didn't cover, so I'm going to have to circle back and cover that because uh, in a lot of cases, you know, uh, contextual advertising is, is traditionally viewed as uh, very risky because uh, advertisers just can't get the click-through rates and conversion rates to work. Um, but there are a lot of ways to control ad placement that I've described in the column, and one of them I didn't describe is uh, geographic targeting, which in some cases can can mean the difference between success and failure. Hey, Tony, we've got to take another break. This is this, this is fascinating. But uh, with the, the people that keep our lights on, our sponsors uh, have a few <laughs> messages for the listeners. Listen to those messages. Yes, sir. We'll be right back with Tony Wright. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Are your domains working hard enough for you? 
Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. We're back and headed into the home stretch with Tony Wright from Wright IMC. Uh, Tony, um, let's see. You, you've got a couple speaking engagements coming up. Uh, where, where, where will you be speaking? Yes, um, I'll actually be speaking at the Houston Interactive Marketing Associations. Uh, they call it the, the Internet Marketing Secrets. Um, it's a really, really good show if you're anywhere in Texas or around that area. Um, not just about search, but I'm going to be putting on a site clinic there. Um, if yeah, anybody, I used to do all the site clinics for search engine uh, strategies and, and uh, haven't done those in a while, but we do them every month here in Dallas, at a, and it's a great time to learn about what's going on on your site uh, from a, uh, a paid search perspective, and we'll also look at nat- from a natural search perspective as well. Um, cool. Are you speaking there? Um, and that's September 18th. And then on September 10th, I'm going to be in South Bend, Indiana, which I've never been there before. So that's going to be an, a, a really uh, interesting experience for me. I'm speaking to what's called the Michiana um, Ad League. Uh, and it's going to be a talk on um, natural versus paid search and how to allocate budgeting and, and things like that. Um, which I'm really looking forward to. I'll also be attending. I'm not speaking, but I'm attending and uh, looking forward to learning at the SEO Moz um, Advanced Summit. 
um, in August 19th in Seattle. And um, those, those are the big uh, speaking engagements I've got coming up. Sounds like you're busy. We And we have links to uh, each of those uh, shows on, on the site right now, on the Clips Marketing blog. Uh, last thing, Tony, um, how can people get in touch with you? Sure. The best way to get in touch with me is through email. And just email me at tony.right, and that's W-R-I-G-H-T, at writeimc.com. And write I is it uh, interactive marketing consultancy.com. Excellent. Well, Tony, thanks so much for spending time with us. This has been fun, and, and we'll get you back on soon. Thanks, um, David. I really appreciate it. And I'll, I'll definitely see you uh, at one of the shows over the next couple of months. Yes, Thank definitely. I look forward to it. And listeners, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, as I said earlier, we've got a special show coming up next week. We're going to be broadcasting. Actually, our first live broadcast from the show floor of Search Engine Strategy San Jose. Uh, so if you're there, stop by. And uh, if you're not, please listen in because I will have a very special guest. Uh, thanks for tuning in and see you next week.